Hey everyone, welcome back to At the Coffee Table Podcast. I am Jason Clank, your host, uh, flying solo today, so everybody's lucky enough to hear me ramble on. Uh, but I wanted to create this podcast today just based on historical events and what history teaches us. And in episode 67, uh, it seemed appropriate to take a look at history uh, based on the 20-year anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. Uh, and I think it was last year. I don't think it was the year before, but it, I'm pretty sure it was last year. I made a post asking, do you remember where you were? And when it comes to the terrorist attacks that rocked this country, uh, 9-11-2001, I very distinctly remember where I was. Uh, I ended up that year was my one year anniversary of working at the 911 center and a group of us were supposed to get together uh, that morning. Uh, the, the group of us that started the same day, we're going to get together that morning. And so I was looking to do that, but we didn't end up connecting and ended up at my volunteer firehouse. And I walked in and I looked up at the TV and one of the twin towers was on fire. And I'm standing there watching that, trying to figure out how the heck the New York City Fire Department was going to fight that fire. And just then the second plane hit the other tower. Um, after a couple of expletives and trying to figure out, wrap my head around everything that was going on, um, it really started to unfold and spent the day in front of the TV. Another thing I distinctly remember about that day in 9-11-2001 was the airport uh, where I lived went silent. And the only thing that we heard that afternoon was the F-16s taking off one after another from the Air National Guard base that was at the airport to fly down to New York City to protect the airspace. And I remember it being very eerie. The other thing I remember after 9-11 with everything that happened was the sense of patriotism that, that uh, was present uh, throughout the country. There was no more... Democrat or Republican, there was no more right or left. At that point, everybody was an American and they expected action because we were attacked on our own soil. Now, if you take the time to go back and take a look at history, do a little reading, uh, consume some content. I've done a lot over that of that over the last you know five or six years, and history's always I've always been a bit of a history buff, and I liked seeing where we've come from and where we're going, and history really defines where we're at in present time, and I'm about to talk about things that you may or may not agree with, and that's fine, um, and you're always free to to click off if you don't agree with what I have to say, but this is this is my thoughts and my experience and what I've learned. And looking back at history, the current situation in our country is not new because of a pandemic. The current situation in our country is because over the last two or three generations of Americans, we've allowed the elite 1% of the wealthiest people in the world to rule this country. Um, they have slowly degraded the class, the different um, classes. And we have the, the top elite that are running the country and then everybody else. Um, and this began decades and decades and decades ago. If you look back and you do some reading, 
you'll see these seeds getting planted as far back as the 20s. You'll see powers at play during World War II. And some of the reading I've done is you look at World War II and what are the atrocities that occurred there, but there was a distinct battle for power. And the United States was not immune to that battle for power. We stayed out of World War II as long as, as the politicians and the elite felt that we should. But once we were entrenched in it and winning the war, then the power play started uh, between the United States and Russia specifically. Uh, and then you had England that was trying to tag along. But if you look at it, you know, Eisenhower got in bed with Stalin and they put Churchill in the corner and it became a battle between the United States and the USSR for supreme power globally. That really began the power shift of regime wars in order to benefit uh, that global power push that, that really occurred over several decades. And if you look at the generation that was brought up the 40s, 50s, and 60s, they were programmed to go to school, do well in school, get out of school, maybe go to college, get a job that you work for 30 or 40 years, be a good employee and in order to earn a retirement and hopefully be able to enjoy that retirement when you're done. Also, there was socialism type benefits coming out of the government because the government wanted the citizens to be more reliable on the government. Does it sound familiar? They they put forth measures in order to get out of the depression that was caused and use the war efforts to do it. Um, if you look back, now we start the push for regime wars and to benefit the global power push. And we end up in Korea. We end up in Vietnam. Um, and then later on, we end up in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, you know, the United States became a bit of a disaster in the 70s uh, with financial crisis after financial crisis. Uh, lame duck presidents with that, that were tough to control. And that's, you know, presidents that are tough to control, they tend not to stick around very long. Richard Nixon was tough to get to, to control. Um Donald Trump was tough to control. And, but with that, you got a president like Jimmy Carter, who, you know, he tried his best and he, he meant well, still means well, and well, and no, I think he's like 90 now. Um, but for him, he was just, he was somebody who was pulling his strings. Ronald Reagan was an exception to the norm. Ronald Reagan was probably an early form libertarian. Uh, that somehow was able to overwhelm the Republican Party. And, you know, but he was an actor and an actor turned politician. But the one, the one difference with Ronald Reagan was compared to many other presidents, Ronald Reagan knew that he was an actor that was very interested in history and politi uh, politics. And he took the time to learn about politics. He took the time to learn what needed to be successful in politics and to run the run either a state or the country. And that's very different from other independent type non-politicians that run for office. 
But as a kid that grew up in the 80s, that global power push was never more apparent. The global power push was um, pushed by fear. Fear of World War Four, that or World War Three and a Half, Three, Four, where between Russia and the United States, they were going to have a nuclear war and evaporate the world. Um, and that was a real, real thing back then, you know. And and it was build up your military, do what you can to to create technology in order to survive a nuclear holocaust. And when when the communism fell in Germany and communists lost power in the USSR, which became, you know, Russia, um, you know, a lot of that faded away a bit, but the global power push never faded away. The global power push just changed faces. The global, global power push now includes China and you know, if, if I can say one positive thing about Donald Trump is the fact that he recognizes China as, you know, a legitimate player and a legitimate threat to the United States in the way of America. This country needs more leaders. This country needs more leaders that are, aren't influenced by the powerful elite. This country needs more leaders that are, will actually lead, that take the time to study history and learn from it. More leaders like Ronald Reagan and others. Um, you know, for the last eight years, the extreme right and extreme left have been tearing apart the Constitution. And you know what? We all have the ability and the right to be what we want to be. And that being said is we don't have to be Democrat or Republican. You know, at heart, I'm a constitutionalist. At heart, I'm a conservative. At heart, I, I identify with much of the libertarian platform. And that's very difficult for true blue right or left Republican or Democrats to understand. Uh, but I think if we had more of that, there'd be less of what's going on. Um, if you look at history and recent history, it's very disturbing what's going on. Um, and we're allowing this to happen. As Americans, we're allowing this to happen, but we may have lost control of what's going on because of the, the very wealthy elite that are, that are influencing and running the country. Um, I am of belief that this virus illness was released from a lab, either on accident or on purpose, and now we have to deal with it. Um, and now we have the debate on, and, and you know what, the, the powers that be live by and survive by and or succeed by creating division. And no matter what ways they do it, either the way they did it last year or what's going on now, um, the division causes most of us to rely on the leadership of one side or the other. And last year it was Republicans were bad. Donald Trump had to go. Now this year Democrats are bad and Biden doesn't know what he's doing and Biden needs to go. Um, last year it was, you know, racial upheaval and they continue to play the race card when in 2021 in the century that we live in all americans should have equal opportunities and equal access to be successful without race playing a factor in it you know and now now we have the debate over vaccines and it, you know you can think what you want about the vaccine I've, I've never been too confident in it because I can't, they can't even get the flu vaccine. Right. 
Um, but we grew up expecting to have to get vaccinated. And now there's some folks for religious or other beliefs that they don't, they don't believe in vaccines for their children, but a great majority of us growing up got vaccinated and it was just what you had to do now that they're trying to force this down our, you know, force this down our throat, so to say, or mandate it, we'll call that. Um, now we have one side versus the other, the, the vax versus the unvax and jab or unjab, whatever you're calling it. Um, and it's creating that division it's creating that problem. So, but if you, you know, 10 years ago, if you had to have a meningitis shot to get into college, you just went and did it. Uh, our military personnel get vaccinated for everything under the sun. They do it because they it's expected in the military. You know, if, you have a child and, and you, you're not anti-vax, you know, when your child is born and starts having doctor's appointments, they got vaccinated so they wouldn't get ill. But those vaccinated vaccinations are known that the outcomes of those are, are known for the most part. Now we get a relatively unknown vaccination and, and we have this division. It's time for leaders to step up. It's time to be, to educate ourselves. It's time to pay attention to the, to history and look at history and look at what it what it's taught us and it's time for change and positive change and not this negative division that goes on it's time for the ultra um, wealthy elite uh, that think they're running this country to be removed from office and voted out of office in order for um, you know to be a country of the people for the people and by the people so I wanted to create this, this, this podcast today, not to be downtrodden, not to make a political stance. I just want to talk about history and what history and our own personal history helps us move forward. Our own personal history does not define our future. Our national history should not define our future, uh, but we should learn from it. And remember that day in 9-11, 2001, when, when most of us were rocked to our core by being attacked on our own soil and the sense of patriotism that was present after that happened. Uh, but don't think that wasn't, don't think for a minute that that wasn't because of history and how this country involved itself in that global push um, in history. Uh, I'd love to hear your comments. Let me know what you think. You can disagree with me. I don't care. Uh, but, I, I, you know, we can have positive, constructive conversations, not debates. With that, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and have a great day.